Coming up in today's video, we're going to explain why Bitcoin, and not the non-existent currency issued by the BRICS block, is the more worthwhile challenger to the dollar. Welcome back to the Bitcoin Layer. I'm Nick Batia, and in today's video, we're going to compare Bitcoin to the currency imagined by the BRICS block and explain why this non-existent currency is not a real legitimate challenger to the dollar over any time horizon. The Bitcoin layer is proud to be sponsored by River. Go check out river.com today and you guys will find what we believe to be the best place to buy Bitcoin. Number one, they are Bitcoin only, so there's no confusion. Number two, they don't use a third-party custodian. We believe that is so important. They have a multi-sig setup that allows them to maintain custody of all the Bitcoin that is held on their platform. And number three, this is really what we love about River. They don't encourage you to keep your Bitcoin on their platform. They understand the power of self-custody. And so the ethos of what River is about is really something that we identify with. Go check out river.com today and make sure to try them out for your Bitcoin purchases. Now let's go back to the origin of the term BRICS. So BRIC stands for Brazil, Russia, India, and China, B-R-I-C. And this term was coined by an analyst from Goldman Sachs way back in 2001. Now this analyst claimed that these four countries would power the economy of the future. And to some extent, uh, this individual was correct in that now China, India, Russia, and Brazil make up a very large percentage of the global economy. In 2009-2010, this group had its first summit and actually added a fifth country, South Africa, to the mix. So now BRICS is the term, B-R-I-C-S. And it includes these five countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Now, over the last several years, we have had more and more calls from leaders of these countries to break away from the U.S. dollar. Now, we know that U.S. dollar transactions make up somewhere between 80 and 90 percent of all global transactions. Reserves held in dollars are in the 50 to 60 percent range. And that transactions and reserves for the Chinese yuan are in the 4 and 2% range, respectively, um, looking at the latest data. So we know that comparing just the dollar to the Chinese currency, and it's not really comparing apples to apples there in terms of world reserve currency status. But despite the lack of momentum for the Chinese yuan, we hear countries constantly asking for a new currency, asking for something from these block of brick countries to go away from the dollar. Now, we just haven't seen anything material happen, and that, but that doesn't dissuade enthusiasts from hoping that there will be eventually a BRICS currency that is either partially or fully backed by gold and that that currency can start to replace the dollar on the international stage. Now, we've written about this many times at the Bitcoin layer. Make sure to subscribe at thebitcoinlayer.substack.com. 
about how the dollar is not losing its status as the world reserve currency. The Chinese yuan is definitely not a material competitor, especially given that China does not have a fully open and convertible currency. Right? You cannot buy Chinese currency on the open market uh, in any country in the world like you could with the dollar or the euro. And in that way, China just isn't a competitor. But we do see, again, the gold-backed idea of a BRICS currency constantly hitting the media. So I want to give you guys a little bit of a history lesson into this idea or to this general effort of the BRICS countries to break away from the dollar. Now, back in 2011, we have a headline from Reuters in a story that says, BRICS demand global monetary shakeup and greater influence. The BRICS group meeting of emerging market powers kept up the pressure on Thursday for a revamped global monetary system that relies less on the dollar and for a louder voice in international financial institutions. 12 years ago, guys, this headline and first paragraph feels like it could have been published last week. And the reason that it feels like it could have been published last week is because the idea of a BRICS block coming together to actually shake up the monetary order of the day, which is a global dollar system, it's not only unrealistic, but it's far-fetched. For a block like this to come together and actually start dismantling the dollar system, you would have to have agreeance between these countries in what that effort would look like. The Bitcoin layer is proud to be sponsored by Foundation Devices. We talked about where you can buy your Bitcoin. Withdraw that Bitcoin to your own self-custody. Check out their beautiful passport and you guys will be really impressed with the way that they onboard their clients. So definitely check out their service in terms of helping you get onboarded, help you get that Bitcoin from your exchange to your device, set up your future, protect your Bitcoin, and make sure you back up those keys. Now, here is an interesting story that we see pop up last month. BRICS currency not on August summit agenda, South African official says. So in a, in a few days, the BRICS countries are going to meet in South Africa in the later part of August, but they have explicitly stated that a joint currency between the BRICS, it's not even on the agenda. So we think about currencies coming out of nowhere and actually getting a global adoption to imagine that we're going from uh, a currency that isn't even on the agenda of the international meeting to something that's going to gain traction and gain usage over the next decade, you know, we believe is very far-fetched. Now, I want to read to you one of the uh, comments from the South African official here. He says, there's never been talks of a BRICS currency. It's not on the agenda. This is the South African ambassador. So the joint currency between countries that is gold-backed, it is imaginary. It's not actually a policy motive that we see getting any traction whatsoever. So I really think that it's important to caution against 
the idea that we'll be in for a currency regime over the next decade with three currencies you know, challenging for the top role, one being the dollar, one being Bitcoin, and one being a BRICS-united gold-backed currency. One is already the world reserve currency and the basis for international trade. One is approaching 15 years old, half a trillion in market value and adoption in well over 100 countries. And the third is imaginary. So really keep this in mind when you're thinking about the future currency regimes. Now, the two largest countries in the world by population, China and India, are obviously a core part of this new block. And we would need China and India to come together on so many issues before we would have any sort of united India and China currency of any sort. So I want to bring up two headlines, two stories that we've seen here over the last few weeks to just show you how far away China and India are for, from cooperating on a currency. They can't cooperate on anything else. Number one, exclusive. This is from Reuters. India bars makers of military drones from using Chinese parts. So you have a tech Cold War style battle going on between India and China in a very similar way between China and the United States. We see China and the United States banning the movement of software and semiconductor technology between the two countries. India and China are starting to do the same thing because they can't cooperate on military. Because why? China and India share a border dispute. And this is a border dispute that is not new. And it's not new on the geopolitical scene. It's been going on for several decades. And so to just assume that the area in the Himalayas between China and India is going to be magically resolved between the two countries, that they're going to start having military exercises that are on the friendly side and start sharing, again, military-grade uh, technology, it doesn't seem very realistic. And the last headline I want to show you guys, China and India are at odds over BRICS expansion. Now, we said that the BRICS are now five countries, but there are several other countries that want to join a block that is not the G7 and giving basically more credence to the idea that we are in a multipolar world. Now, if China and India can't even agree which countries should make it into the summit, how are they going to agree on the terms for a new currency? This is what I want you guys to take away from the video. The idea that Bitcoin has come on the scene as an apolitical currency is 14 years old and is now getting regulated in countries on every single continent, as well as regulated exchanges, legislated tax regimes, and even currency designations for Bitcoin. How difficult has it been for Bitcoin to get from where it was in 2011 as basically uh, a Silk Road currency to where it is now on the international stage? This is an amazing adoption cycle and progress for a global currency unlike anything we've ever seen. Gold is a 5,000 plus year old currency and still countries that want to back their currency with gold. We've seen headlines for a dozen years, but still 
absolutely nothing from a concrete perspective. I hope you've enjoyed today's video at the Bitcoin layer discussing how the world currency regime is going to evolve over the coming years. Remember that Bitcoin exists and it has uh, an adoption rate of somewhere above 100 million people around the world. This BRICS currency argued over and doesn't exist yet. See you next time at the Bitcoin layer. And we want to thank our partner River. Go check out river.com as the best place to purchase Bitcoin. They have a great zero fee DCA feature, which means you can dollar cost average your Bitcoin uh, without any fees at River. So go check them out. And thanks for sticking with us today at the Bitcoin layer.